Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Turn it up. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Broadcasting live from Studio 34 in Midtown Manhattan. It is the Fantasy Football Frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. Corey Parson, the fantasy executive, the closer, Chris Ventra, soon to be my man, Fantasy Task, Jim Day. Coming up on the program today, we talk about what happened last night on Monday Night Football. Also, continue to go over some of the latest news and notes going on in NFL training camps. Your telephone calls paramount as well, 844-843-6879. The NFL tackle rule and how it's going to affect fantasy football, we'll get into that. It is the frenzy. Glad to be rocking with you on a Tuesday, a turmoil Tuesday, a tasty Tuesday, a two-time Tuesday, a a $2 Tuesday. We got the club turning up. What's on a good? Tuesday, you already know, Venture, what's good with you, baby? What's good, what's good? It's your boy. We back. We ready to pop it off. Let's go. All right. Fantasy Task, Jim Day. We got Jim on the, on the spot yet? All right, we'll get Jim up in a second. Son walking around the hotel limping with a camouflage shirt on. <laughs> I think he works here. I don't care. Right. <laughs> it's not my man, son. You know when we see fantasy executive, you know what I'm saying? 844-843-6879. I know you're not ready to draft, so hurry up and get your telephone calls all lined up. Don't forget, if you're in the tri-state area, me, Chris Sims, I'm the headliner. And then it's Chris Sims and Scott Angle, George Kurtz, Joe Galena. We'll be in Empire City's casinos and Yankees out there this upcoming Friday night. And then I might get a cracking afterwards if you want to roll with the executive at the after, after, after party. You feel what I'm saying? The after party across the street on the other side of the track. You know what I'm saying? We might get that done too. So we got that going down this upcoming Friday night. If you in the tri-state area, it'd be nice to see your face out there. I should be out there as long as they make sure the bag is right. All right. No, well, it's true. No, yeah. I ain't no time for that. I agree. Mm-mm. We don't have no time for that. <laughs> time is money. There you go. They tomorrow have a fantasy executive out the joint from 6.30 p.m. to 10 p.m. 10 o'clock. And then they were like... I'm like, oh, I, okay, that's so why I got Uber back and forth to that joint. You know what I'm saying? I need, I need that in my commentary. I need it in my bag. I need it in my package. And I go, there's plenty of public transportation. Fantasy executive don't get on public transportation 10 o'clock at night. Paparazzi all around celebrity like myself. You think I got time to be hanging with the common folk on public transportation at that ungodly hour of the night, Jim? Well, I don't think you do, Corey. And besides, aren't you going to go to the after-hour club afterward? You need that Uber to get to the club. Yeah, well, I can walk across the street to the joint, and then I get the Uber come scoop me up from the At joint home, yeah. and take me in the uh, lovely uptown, 844-843-6879. I see we already got two cats already lined up. But before we get to those telephone calls, let's talk about some of these burning fantasy football topics that we can get into today. All right, so Andrew Luck, <clears throat> not the best performance last night. Now, I'm never going to drop somebody down my draft board 
because they had one bad game in the preseason. I know what Andrew Luck is. He didn't have T.Y. Hilton last night. But Jim made a good point, Jim. He didn't attempt any deep passes last night. Right now, I got Andrew Luck, I believe, as my sixth or seventh ranked quarterback. And you got me thinking, wow, if Sun didn't attempt any deep passes, should I move him down my draft rankings? Should I be concerned about this? I'm kind of befuddled about this one right here, Jim. To be perfectly honest with you, I think Andrew Luck is the best young quarterback in the NFL. A healthy Andrew Luck with the right pieces around him, I think Sun can light the NFL on fire. If I had a franchise, you know what I'm saying? I would start a team with Andrew Luck. That's how much I love Andrew Luck. I think Andrew Luck has a 50 to 55 touchdown pass season in him when he get the right pieces around him, Jim. So I asked you the question that you put on today's rundown. Are you concerned at all about the lack of deep attempts for Andrew Luck? I am. I have to be at this point. We need to see something. I don't care if he doesn't even complete the pass. I just want to see him go down the field once or twice in the game. And hopefully we'll see that in week three. Hopefully Hilton's on the field with him. And we finally get to see him start to try to stretch the field. If he doesn't attempt to stretch the field in week three, that's got to be concerning. Yes. But what's more concerning to me more than anything was I watched the whole first half. His arm strength looks bad. It's weak. Right now. I know it's early, and I know he might be working up to get that arm strength better, but right now it's concerning. He, he, he has nothing. He's got a squirt gun right now. Squirt gun? A squirt gun mm-hmm. for an arm. Mm-hmm. Like, he wasn't throwing, he wasn't throwing the ball Pew. hard. Pew. He just wasn't. He was throwing a little, little squirt Pew. Pew. I know they were short Pew. passes, but. And then he threw a pick that looked pretty ugly. That was I mean, a bad-looking pick, but I'm not tripping off a of preseason results. I know, I know. And that's exactly why you shouldn't trip off of Ronald Jones' poor preseason. He also... Oh, Ronald, well, it's a distance. Don't do that, Chris, because it's, it's different. <laughs> Andrew oh, Luck has yeah, done it different. before. Well, Ronald Jones has never done it before. But Andrew Luck did it before two-plus years ago. Not at this level. Well, go, go ahead, Jim. What are you about to say? No, I was going to say, you know, Ronald Jones has never done it at this level, so... You have to take that into account. Look, you know, we know what we get with Luck when he's healthy. Uh, we know we're pushing it. But, you know, this team knows what they get with him as well. So they're bringing him up. They're putting him on the field. They think he's going to be ready for week one. They wouldn't put him out there if they really didn't think he had the arm strength there. Maybe we're not seeing it, but it is second week of preseason. We don't really need to see it. He wants to get on the field. He wants to get hit once in a while, make sure he can hold up to all of that. And that's what he's doing. We'll really know much more after this game three because I really think we'll start to see this offense come together with him and Hilton on the field at the same time. Yes, yes. I agree with that. That's definitely true. He might be just, you know, just trying to get game feel. Maybe he's not really, you know, trying to go his full capacity yet. He's really just, you know, working out the kinks. So I understand that. But, you know, you got to be concerned also about some of these receivers. Uh, I mean, besides Hilton, obviously, who didn't play. Um I mean, Jack Doyle might be the best, second best receiver on this team. No, Jack Doyle. Jack Doyle is awesome. He's That's awesome. why they should go get Des Bryant. I don't understand why they haven't went out and got Des Bryant yet. Eric Ebron is going to play a role too. If Eric Ebron is going undrafted in your league, I guarantee you, at some point when we hit the bye weeks, you're going to be going to pick up Eric Ebron. As long as Sun can catch, Andrew Luck will find him. So Eric Ebron, put him on your watch list after you draft your team. I'm not saying go cut somebody now and go pick up. It's hot in this joint all of a sudden. Are you I'm hot? not I, all of a good. sudden I'm hot. Maybe it's just I'm just exuding so much energy right now. Mm. But I'm saying, put him on your watch. Don't go cut somebody right now and go pick up Eric Ebron, but put some on your watch list because the to- the coach is going to be about two tight ends. That two tight end action. Um, Ventra. Yes. I want to say Robert Griffin, not Robert Griffin. Lamar Jackson. 
Yeah. What was that? Yeah, it was ugly, man. I was like, oh, I didn't even want to look but, after a while. I mean, but, you know, he did. And if you look at his numbers, they ended up, like, not looking so terrible. But he had some really tough passes, wasn't reading the pocket well, got sacked a few times pretty horribly. He's looking to run too much, maybe, I think. He's got to become developed more into a pocket, a little bit more of a pocket passer, yeah. not just look to run half the time. The next generation's Michael Vick is what, is what Lamar Jackson has been referred to as Jim Day. Listen, I'm saying, obviously, two quarterback leagues, super flex league. He's a rosterable player. I even say in a 12-team redraft, maybe in round 16, you want to put a dollar on Lamar Jackson and see what happens. I can dig it. Where you stand with Jackson right now, Jim? I'm not touching him this year in any league. Uh, Joe Flacco. Two quarterback super strong. flex, nothing. You know, even in the two quarterback super flex, nothing. I'm not looking at him. You know what? Joe Flacco is a decent quarterback. I, I like him more than most. He's had some rough seasons, but he's got some good pieces around him now. And, you know, the, the signing of Jackson definitely lit a fire under Flacco. He looks sharp out there. I mean, if you watch the game, that 29-yard pass to Crabtree down the sideline was a thing of beauty. Um, you know, well, here just you go, just really Crabtree, nice love. pass for him. <laughs> Hey, you know what? You're right, dude. Crabtree is the best receiver he's had in a while. So I, I do have love for Crabtree. And, you know, I don't know why there's so much hate for the man, but the boy is a, a baller. He can get in the end zone. He can catch the ball from anywhere what around about his, him. his quarterback? Uh, he's a, you know, he's his a catch radius. His quarterback's a buster. He, yeah. But he, his but, quarterback is playing very good right now. So, you know, uh, whatever the reason is, whether he's finally healthy or the fact that they signed Jackson and has lit a fire under his ass, he's out there playing good football right now. And, you know, he's starting to move into a quarterback two possibility for me. And I'd take him over Lamar Jackson in a heartbeat. You know, when we brought you in, Jim, we lit a fire under Ventra. If you haven't noticed the last week and a half, his analysis has been excellent. <laughs> 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 well, I got some tad. Well, hey, you know, he's doing a great job. So he, we all had to learn somewhere. <laughs> no, I, I love the dynamic now with Jim Day. It was a great addition, by the way. So game ball to him. But yo, what I wanted to say is, yeah, I understand this little fire on the Flacco, which is good. And, and he does look, you know, a little better. And he looks like he's fighting for, you know, competing. And Crabtree's a gritty possession red zone type wide receiver. I just don't think he's going to have the numbers we've seen in the past. But, uh, John Brown. The throw to John Brown. No, 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 <laughs> it was. Got both his feet in, tippy toed it. Listen, I'm not fooling with John Brown. John Brown is dead to me. Knock on wood. Hopefully, wish for the best for John Brown. Obviously, him dealing with sickle cell. You know what I'm saying? I wish nothing but the best for John Brown. But as far as me having John Brown on any of my fantasy teams, no, 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 no. And Goon Squad, don't you do it either. He's not on your board at all? Not on my board. John Brown is not on my board. John Brown, he Jimmy Graham, healthy. not on my John Brown, Jimmy Graham, Devontae Parker, not on my board. Jimmy Graham's not even on your board. Not you on my board, right Jimmy over. Graham. Don't want him. Don't want no parts of him. 844 843 Let's go to T in Pittsburgh. T, what's cracking? What's going on, Corey? How you doing? What up, T? What's good with you? Here hey, we go, hey, Steelers. Here we go. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm actually a Panthers fan. Though. Good for you. <laughs> but, my, but, my question, but my question is, I got the number two pick in the draft. I need to know the Le'Veon or Zeke. The guy in front of me is already going girly. I already know it. Take Lev so Bell. Le'Veon P- or P- Zeke, man. A PPR or non-PPR? PPR. Lev yeah, Bell. Yeah, I take Lev Bell. You know what I'm saying? Listen, I think Ezekiel Elliott's going to be uh, the number one rusher, but I don't think, you know, Le'Veon Bell, what he can do with catching the football. I think Zeke will catch, will lead, will have the most catches he's had in his young NFL career this season, but I do think that's a skill set that Le'Veon Bell has. Um, I'll tell you to take Lev Bell in that league. I think that's the best way to go at the second pick. Me, myself, personally, I'm back and forth between the two players. I told you what I did yesterday. I'll get into that a little bit later on, um, Ventra. What I did in my draft tonight when I had the number two pick, but I just did that for spits and giggles, not to mention the fact I like to diversify my rosters. Jim Day, second overall, girly off the board. You going Lev Bell? Actually, I'm going Zeke. Um, I, I don't know why. I, I can't really put a face to it, but I just have a really bad feeling that Lev Bell is going to try and hold out into the season to get a big big number right now, and that scares the heck out of me. Zeke doesn't give me that. You know, We have a lot of faith in what Zeke can do as a runner. Like you said, they're saying the right things about getting him more involved in the passing game, which is something we've been saying forever they need to do. If they do that even a little bit, then I, I feel just safer with Zeke than with Bell. All right, there you go right there. T, holla at you, my man. 844-843-6879. Let's talk to my son Q in South Carolina. Q, what's good with you, playboy? Hey, Jess, how y'all doing this morning, man? Doing well, Q. Joe Flacco is an, is an elite quarterback in the NFL, Q. <laughs> Yeah, he was the elite when he won the Super Bowl when he when he uh when he broke the bank in Baltimore. <laughs> he <laughs> he did, I don't know about now. He did break the bank, Q. You right about that. What's good, Q? What you got? Yeah, I got two things, man. Alex Smith or Marcus Mariota. Let me throw that on the gents and see what's going on with that. Also, I want I need a review from the crew, man, on this draft I had last night. If y'all got time. All right, first, I'm gonna go, uh, let's go quick with this one. I'm going to go, who, Alex Smith or Marcus Mariota? This is a tough call right here. You would think this wouldn't be so That's so an easy call for me. I'm going to go, I listen, only because of the Russian upside, I go Mariota, but Mariota worries me with his injuries. What you got? Mariota. What you got, Jim? Yeah, it's a tough call for me. I'm with you. I, you know, I've gone back and forth on these two mm. big time. You know, I like Alex Smith more than most. We've seen what he could do, especially last year with that exceptional season. But does he have the same weapons in Washington? I don't think he does. So in that case, I'm going to go with Mariota. He's supposed to be healthy this year. He's looking mm-hmm. good. He's looking strong. And like you said, I just think he takes to his legs a lot more. All right, there you go right yeah. there. What, what else we got, Q, right quick? I need a review from the crew on this draft. Man. Y'all got time, man, to go to this team? Give me a starting lineup, Q. All right, it's a, it's a 10-team standard. Uh, Matthew Stafford, Melvin Gordon, Kareem Hunt, Doug Baldwin, Stephon Diggs, Jack Doyle, and Christian McCaffrey. That's the starters. CMC and that flex. I like this team. Every team in a 10-team team, every team in a 10-team league looks strong. Give me some of the players on the bench right quick. All right, Alex Smith, that's what I like about I'm, I'm going to go ahead and get Mariota. I got Alex Smith, Tevin Coleman, Alex Collins, Derrick Henry, Marvin Jones, and Cooper Cup. I like it. I like it. It's unbelievable. I, I, yeah, I have this a 10-team league, so mm-hmm. every team going to sound stacked. You did a good job on this one, though. Q, my man, we will holler at you, 844-843-6879. It's hard to kind of judge 10-team leagues because – 
it's two less teams in the league, so every team is like, oh, this team is dope, especially when you only start two wide receivers, Jim. Yeah, no, when you're only starting two wide receivers, I would almost go four running backs to start that draft. Yeah, you see, do you hear his running backs? Even in a 10-team league, this is ridiculous. Melvin Gordon, Kareem Hunt, Christian McCaffrey, Alex Collins, and Derrick Henry. That's a, that's a lot of good running backs on a team. I wonder it's who, a lot. I wonder who cue me in leagues with. Is that I don't really know. <laughs> don't take running backs or something. They go wide receiver. I think you'll be going into the lobby and finding like random leagues in the lobby. <laughs> like, oh, it's a lobby. Like, you know how the Yahoo they had a lobby, like, yo, needs one to fill draft tonight. Yeah, yeah. I $10. think that's, yeah, not even probably free. <laughs> probably free. That's who I think Q is playing against. We gotta get Q in a in a, in a more competitive league. Yeah. See what Q can do. You know what I'm saying? Telephone line's still open. We'll be open throughout the course of the program. I see Keith in the chat just said Browns over Steelers in week one. I like that call, Keith. Is Keith that dude that's on Instagram as that chef? Hey. Oh. Hey. Don't, 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 don't. Fancy football frenzy, FNTSY radio. When we come back on the other side, we're going to discuss some more action from the preseason. Also talk about this tackle rule. And Naheen Himes, this bum. I told y'all this dude was a bum. Scott was talking him up. Typical Scott angle. What's the most important thing you can do today? How about swab to save a life? Every three minutes in the United States, a person is diagnosed with a blood cancer like leukemia. Bone marrow transplants give patients a new lease on life, but 70% of them must rely on a stranger for one. You can help. Register with DKMS to become a donor. You'll receive a swab kit in the mail, swab your cheeks, send the samples back, and you're good to go. Take the first step. Become a hero. Register today at DKMS.org. Are you, or someone you love, one of the nearly one million Americans living with Parkinson's disease? There is no known cure, but you have the power to help change that by participating in a clinical trial. The Michael J. Fox Foundation will help get you started. Visit michaeljfox.org forward slash participant pack to download the new Parkinson's trial participant pack. It's free and available right now. That's michaeljfox.org forward slash participant pack. Visit today. You know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently. I sure feel that way. That's why there's Nasacort. It's different, too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation that causes your congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms. My antihistamine doesn't do that? None of them do. Oh, that is different. And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24-hour relief. So even if I'm wired differently... Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. I might start spitting like nasty Nas on this joint. Turn it up. Go ahead, do it. New York State of Mind. You already know. Some classic rock. Some classic rock. We'll have a classic rock. I give you. We'll get a classic rock day in here, Jim. I got to be fair. You feel what I'm saying? Get some classic rock rolling for my man, Jim Day. 
Yeah, next week, Throwback Tuesdays, classic rock for Jim Day. There, there you, you go. go. Nasty Nas. All right, so check it out. Oh, uh, hey, where's that that uh, that young that young boy that's downstairs in the in the on the fourth floor? Send him up here. Shane. I don't know what his name is, son. Shane. It's Shane. All right, okay. Uh, send um Sean upstairs. Sean, <laughs> Shane. I don't give a <laughs> send him upstairs, please. <laughs> I don't care what his name is. Send him. Send his ass upstairs. Sean. PJ. <laughs> I don't know people. I'm not good at names. I'm not good. I'm terrible at names. Unless you are a young lady, <laughs> then I well, obviously remember your You'll name. You'll pay attention. Than, yeah, then I then I'll pay attention. You're right. <laughs> oh boy, I am concerned about this thing. This uh, I think something in fantasy this year. I think it's in. I think it's actually going to be a good thing for fantasy. But I think it might be. This is somebody. This microphone is high. <laughs> not not high like that, but. <clears throat> Now, now, now I'm going to look like a chump. Come over here, Sean. Now I'm going to look like a chump trying to lower this thing. And then people are like, Corey's so weak. <laughs> I should have just left the microphone along in the first place. Turn your, turn your, how you, See if Shane could do it. Turn your mic. No, Shane, don't try to embarrass me. Turn your microphone <laughs> on, Sean. Um, so this, you got, talking to it. Can, can we get Sean's microphone on? Sean, you know how to turn the microphone on, son? It's a button. It's a button. It's a red button. Over there. Oh, Lord. Mic on. It's it's a, it's Sean. It's not that hard, Sean. Right over on the, you see the box, right? <laughs> it's a button all the way to the the, the what's, that's the left, the left. Yeah. It turns right. Mash that joint. To push that joint. Okay. Now now, did you do that? Yeah. Now turn it. Talk to the microphone, son. What's up? All right, his microphone's not on. Hold on one second. <laughs> if I come over here and this microphone on, not on, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Well, while they're doing check, that, check, Chris, check, let's check. talk about some. Some Tevin White on and off. It was on to begin with. All right, all right, well, Sean, listen, Sean. <laughs> so here's the thing. <clears throat> this catch, this not catch rule. This um, this tackle situation with the NFL, 15 yard penalties for lowering, you know, your head when you're making a tackle. You feel what I'm saying? This is going to be an issue. And when I say it's going to be an issue, it's going to be a good issue because. It's going to lead to more 15-yard penalties, higher scoring, more touchdowns, which is good for us fantasy players. But then it's going to be some situations where it takes away from us too because you have you're a Devontae Freeman owner. He lowers his head. Touchdown. 15-yard penalty. Because he lowered his head. Give me the ball, son. And then he gets a concussion. And, uh, huh? And then he gets a concussion. All right, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> so what I want to do, because I'm trying to figure out, it's been a lot of – in situations over the past first two weekends of preseason games. What I want to try to figure out is what is a legal tackle and what is not a legal tackle. So I have decided in my mind that I'm going to have Ventra tackle Sean. <laughs> Whatever your name is, son. All right, so here we go, Sean. Get up in the, get I'm up. not actually going to tackle No, him. no, no, knock him down, son. He's 14 years old. You can get a charge for that. 17. <laughs> so here you go. Sean, you are going to be the ball carrier. Ventra, you are going to be the defender, right? Back up a little bit. I don't want you to, like I said, don't get a running start and knock, his, knock him out because we get in trouble for that, right? <laughs> but what I want to see is can Ventra give a legal tackle to Sean, Jim, I want you to let me know if this is a legal tackle. No, no, no. You're going to be a running back, right? All right. So I, you don't have to get in the eye formation, nothing like that, right? So here we go, Shane. Here's the ball. 
All right, good catch. All right, Ventra. Now, Shane, you take some steps forward. Ventra, let me see a legal tackle. Ah, uh, see, I don't know if that's a legal tackle because your head was lowered when you went in for the tackle. Oh, I can lower it to the side. You can? Can you lower it to the side? Yeah, They want they want your eyes looking forward. So they, what what Jim Day is saying is they want your eyes looking forward. Let me see the ball again. All right, so now here we go once again. All right, so swing pass out to Shane. Come on, Venture, you make the tackle. All right, so that's a legal tackle right there. Yeah. Now, Shane, did you feel like there was nothing dirty about that play, was it? No. Now, let's see. Let me, now, Venture, let me see you, right? Let me see what will be considered. John, Jim, would you agree what Venture just did? Was that a legal tackle? Yes, that was a legal tackle. His head seemed to be up, at least from what I could see, uh, and he hit him with his shoulder. All right, so now, now Venture, once again, Shane, you're the ball carrier. Ventra, let me see. Give me your definition of an illegal tackle. All right, go ahead, son. That would be an illegal tackle right there. Head that's right to the head well, to the no. chest. I don't think that. So okay. So now let's try this. I got it. I got it, Chris. Now I want you to be the running back, and I want you to knock Ventra not over in the studio, but I want you to deliver. Running back, Devontae Freeman, looking for contact. All right, go ahead. Uh, you see, well, you, that's, you're not going to knock him down like that, son, to be honest with you. <laughs> but that's legal right there. Eventually, they said don't talk because they, they, they can't hear you on the microphone. Now, let me see the illegal running back move to knock somebody over. Like, like that. Okay. But running back would normally get a little lower than that. Let me see you, let me see you get a little lower than that and really, like, you're going to truck Ventra at the goal line. All right. Good, good, good job. All right. Have a seat, Sean. All right, Chris, you can have a seat. All right. So there you go right there. So what I'm trying to figure out, and I think the boys just helped me out here, was that was um, a, a textbook tackle and a textbook Running back trying to truck a defender at the goal line, Sean. I mean, Shane, whatever. I'm, son, I get confused, all right? <laughs> Shane. Shane. Yeah. So, that's, so, you know, so you up to date on this new tackle rule. Yeah. We'll talk about it then. Oh. Um, Shane, you want to be in broadcasting? I do, yeah. You got to do better than this, son. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm the spotty. It's hard. Son, when, you, when the microphone cut on, you got to let it fly. Yeah, so explain the legal ta- explain how what what was right about those two tackles just now. Well, the defender it, either situation if you lower your head and attack someone with your head, you're wrong. But I think that as a defender, lowering your head at the running back is more wrong than if a running back did it because a running back is just trying to get where he needs to go. He's get not lower. Looking. But the yeah. defender is trying to stop you. He has yeah. that right too. But I don't the running back is not i feel like the defender is trying to cause more harm than the running back would just cuz the defender like wants to knock you out the running back doesn't want to knock you out the Some running do. back just wants to score a touchdown some running backs want to knock some you out some running backs do want to put you Eric down Henry so you think, Venture, you out. so you do you have this tackle thing figured out i think what the thing is here is that it's going to be an issue no matter what because what's going to happen is and i've saw, seen this years before even without this rule when You know when a receiver goes across the middle and, and he catches a pass, right? He catches a pass, and the first thing a receiver will do is get low, right? To go, like, you know, to take a hit. To brace for, to a, brace hit, for yeah. a hit, right? As he's getting low, the defender, the secondary defender, is coming low as well to make the tackle. 
And he's thinking he's making a tackle at the chest area or the hip area or the leg area. Meanwhile, the other receiver's also going down. So now you're going down together and then your heads collide or somebody's head hits another person's chest. That is not illegal because they're, how are they supposed to control their bodies? This guy's trying to make a regular tackle. The other guy's just lowering his body at the same time. See, Jim, it ruins it. My it ruins thing is, you, you should be head up looking at your target pushing through. But the play the other night on special teams, when the kid got flagged, um, I, I can't think of son's name, or what team he played for, when he got flagged, I'm like, well, that was the same tackle that Victor just said was a clean tackle, Jim. Well, they've been doing that all offseason. See here, this is my thinking on it, is that, you know, we've seen this by the NFL referees before. When they want to try and bring in something new, they go crazy calling it in the preseason. Then once the real games come along, they don't call it quite so much. Now, I, I, I can't see them calling it as much as they're calling it in the preseason once we get into the real games. Because, I mean, you're talking about flow stoppage crazy. Um, and it, they just can't add to it that much because let's get down to it. It comes down to the money. It comes down to the TV rights. The TV doesn't want them stopping the damn game that often. So I think this is something they're trying to do in the preseason so they can look at it, try and review it, and see where they go in the regular season. But I don't think think we see this many calls in the real in the real game. I, and I hope that is the case, Jim. If we do see this many calls in the real games, fantasy football is going to explode this year because scoring is going to be through the roof. You well, like that? As long as they call it on, as long as they only call it on the defense, they could easily call it on the offense too. So remember that it's not only defensive players they're looking at; they're looking at offensive players lowering that head too. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. Let's go to my man Stephen in Massachusetts. Stephen, what up? Hey, what's up, exactly? Ain't nothing much. I had to teach people how to tackle just now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, they, 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 looks like the young kid did, did a decent job. You got. Uh, Put him under your wing, man. Maybe he can uh, hang out with you at the after party after it's all Now, Sean is too young to come to the after party with yeah. me. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Steve, the, the question, Hey, Steve. so I have yeah. a question. Uh, so, do you remember how Lenny Walker, he got injured? Yeah, I remember. I was just wondering, if it, look, if, if it looks like it could be serious, does that kid, uh, I think his name is uh, John o. Smith, does he have any upside at all if like no. this thing like lingers into the regular season? I don't think so. I don't think they'll look to get him involved that frequently. So I don't think that's um, that's uh, I don't think that's something. I think this is a turf toe thing. At least I, at least it looks like a turf toe thing. I hope it's not with Delaney Walker. Delaney Walker is a big part of that offense. That dude, John Lou Smith, has not really ever popped. Always like an all airport type guy. Look good getting off the plane. You know what I'm saying? But don't hit. Look like. Tarzan play like Jane, that same type of cat. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't be involved with him. I think it's other tight ends deep that you can look at if you, if Delaney Walker has an issue where he misses time. Okay. Nice. Yeah, I just wasn't sure. Hey, th th thanks uh, for the advice. I mean, I got the draft on Friday, so I was, I was just, I was just trying to be sure that maybe I'd put him on my board just in case, just in case like something uh, happened. But if if he does, if Delaney Walker if is injured and uh, like. It, because I think they said he it might be something serious if he misses a third preseason game. How like how down should I push him off my board if, if uh, it looks like it? Delaney Walker is like, thirty uh, something you know, years old. He's played plenty of football. He don't need to play in the third preseason game, the fourth preseason yeah. game, the first or the second. So I wouldn't worry about moving him down your board too much unless we get certified facts that he's going to miss week one. Good looking out, Steve. I holler at you, my man. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. Let's go to Sean in New York. Sean, what up? Hey, what's up, guys? I just wanted to talk a little running back talk today. Oh, sure, uh, sure. 
you know, fantasy and real football. I, I find the notion that Le'Veon Bell is better than Ezekiel Elliott is, you know, kind of offensive. And I'm not a Cowboys fan. I'm a diehard Niner fan. But hear me out. Zeke had 315 more yards in his rookie year than Zeke did in – or than uh, Le'Veon Bell did in his best year. He scored 15 touchdowns. The most Le'Veon Bell had was eight. He scored seven touchdowns last year, which is what Le'Veon Bell had – Last year, in all 15 games that he played in, and he only played in, uh, I think it was 10 games. He played in 10, and he had, remember, he played in 10, and he had that two-yard game against the Broncos in week two, so that's really nine. Yeah, that, that's even more, you know, in Zeke's favor. This guy put up almost 400 yards in his rookie year, almost 300 last year with only 10 games. I mean, come on, He's clearly the best running back in football. Wait, I, 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 no, no, listen, Sean, you're preaching to the choir. You're 100% correct. Ezekiel, hold on one second. Ezekiel Elliott is the best running back in football. The problem, Sean, is he's not the best receiver. And Le'Veon Bell might be the best receiver in football. That's the outside. problem. Le'Veon Bell is a running back one and a wide receiver one in one player. Right. But listen, like I say all the time, Ezekiel Elliott can run for 2,000 yards. None of those other dudes are going to run for 2,000 yards. Uh, yeah, most likely. And he, you're right about the rushing thing, but would you, would you say about three or 400 yards? I don't know what you said about that, but basically, Le'Veon Budhaus had 75-plus catches three times in the last four years. He's going to get you 600-plus yards through the air. I mean, this guy is better than, the top, than Antonio Brown. I wouldn't go he, that far. He, he, no, he's going to put saying. more points up than Antonio Brown. Uh-huh. He'll put up 330 in fantasy, whereas Antonio put up like 305 or 300. Look at this little cutie right here. Man, are you Sean, too, you're too young to look at that, Sean. Um, <laughs> not, not Sean on the phone. Are you Sean calling the phone Sean a little cutie? No, Sean. No, I'm not Dang. calling Sean right here a little cutie. You know, or Sean, on the, Sean on the phone is a grown man <laughs> that make a lot of sense. Jim, I agree with Sean. Left, I mean, Zeke is the best running back in football. I can't argue with that. I, I agree with you. You know, one of the things that, that's come up over the last uh, couple of weeks and people talking about, you know, when you're talking PPR leagues, when you get a running back that catches passes, he is four times more valuable than a running back who doesn't. Now, I think the problem here with Zeke is that they don't use him enough in the passing game. Not that he can't catch. Many people think he can't catch. That's just bull. He can catch fine. If they use him more in that capacity, then you're looking at a guy who's clear-cut number one for me. If he ends up this season with at least 40 catches, I think he's easily the top running back in the league. But we have to see it. 8448. Sean, I'll rap with you. 844-843-6879. Let's go to my man Taylor in Georgia. Taylor, what's cracking? What's going on, guys? You doing all right? Time to make it, Taylor. What's good with you? I had a question about a trade offer I got. Oh, trade um, before the season starts. I ended up ended up getting Mark Ingram in the seventh round of a full-point PPR 10-team league. And the, I have Mark Ingram, and the guy is offering me Aaron Rodgers. Who's your quarterback? I have – it's a two-quarterback league. I got Phillip Rivers and Alex Smith. All right. And I have Jameis Winston on the bench. All right. And my two running backs, I have uh, Zeke and Cook. And then you have Zeke and Cook, Dalvin Cook. What running backs you got on the bench? Uh, Ronald Jones, Chris Thompson, and that is it. And then and, Mark Ingram. And Mark Ingram. will be in the trade. Do I trade yeah. for Rodgers straight up? Yeah. His running backs are not yeah. – don't get me wrong, he's got Zeke and Cook. 
but he's an injury away from having Chris Thompson and uh, Ronald Jones and Ronald Bumass Jones. No, bum, no, no. <laughs> Tunk started trend. Bumass Jones Tunk started trend right now. You making this trade with this with this depth? Are you sending Ingram for Aaron Rodgers? He already got three quarterbacks. Yeah, and his first two were who, who were the two starters? Bill Rivers and um Alex Smith, and he had Jameis on yeah. Jameis on the bench. No, I'm not doing it because I, I, Mark Ingram could be a very valuable piece for you down the line. I think so, too. If, put it like this. If I were going to trade Mark Ingram, and, this, and then I'll let Jim hop in right here. Taylor, if I'm going to trade Mark Ingram, I'm going to trade him after the suspension is lifted. So, like, week five, when he comes back, trade him. His you feel what I'm is. saying? Because his value is going to peak, and it's going to be injuries and stuff like that, and you'll be able to get you know, even more for it. What do you think, Jim? I'm going to go totally opposite of you guys on this one. Sorry. Um, I'm going with Rodgers. Look, he's got two viable starters at running back. I know the depth isn't there, but that's what waiver wires are for. Um, I like Ingram. Don't get me wrong, but you get Rodgers all year. You don't get Ingram really to week seven because he has the four-game suspension. He plays one game in week five, and then week six he's got a bye week. So you don't get him to week seven. If your team's already one at six, you're screwed. Um, take Rodgers. He's immediately becomes your starter try and trade alex smith to another qb hungry team for a, a decent running back and i think that definitely solves your problem all right that's my man jim day taylor we'll wrap with your 844-843-6879 telephone lines open my man shane good job shane. here you go shane good to have you here brother appreciate you my man good sport too when we come back on fancy football friends we put a bow on the Bye, program you little cutie <laughs> <laughs> Why pay high rake when you can play daily fantasy baseball and pay half the rake on Fantasy Draft? Featuring half the rake GPP and head-to-head contests, exclusive VIP experiences, and the most flexible lineup structures in the game, Fantasy Draft is the only DFS site that puts players first. They're also the only site to offer 6 of 7 PGA scoring, dropping your lowest golfer's score. Register today with the code FNTSY for a free $4 entry into a guaranteed winner contest in the sport of your choice. Fantasy Draft, daily fantasy on a level playing field. Dad, what are you doing? Cramming for college. I'm the one going to college. Yeah, but we need to figure out how we're going to pay for it all. Discover Student Loans. Discover does student loans? Yeah. They're one of the top student loan lenders in the country. It takes 15 minutes or less to apply, and there are no fees for the life of the loan. Best of all, I can earn cash rewards if I get good grades. Really? Yeah. We still have time to apply and get a great rate. So I can just chill. College kids still say that, right? No one says that, Dad. Really? Yeah. Visit discoverstudentloans.com to apply today. Limitations apply. Lumber Liquidators is celebrating the opening of our 400th store. So we're putting over 400 floors on sale. That means huge savings for you. Get pre-finished hardwood and bamboo up to 36% off, including new styles like Mediterranean maple and bestsellers like Silverstone bamboo. Take 25% off all Dream Home laminate and 10 to 15% off our best waterproof floors. More from just 49 cents, plus special financing and professional installation. Hurry, get to your local lumber liquidators today. It's Carton and Friends. Talking to Jerome Bettis, how much do you worry, based on the position you played and the hits you took, about CT? I can't worry about it because it's nothing that I can control. At the end of the day, there's not a lot that you can do in terms of worrying. So I live my life, and if that happens, then that's just a part of the job description that, that's happened, and, and I, I have to deal with it as it comes. Weekdays, 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on your popular podcast providers. It's my, 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 it's my,
WFNTSY Radio, rocking and rolling with you on a lovely Tuesday afternoon here in New York City. Fantasy executive Jim Day in the closer. We call him the closer because he was a closer for the legendary Severian High School, Junior Varsity. I never knew they had closers at the Junior Varsity level until I heard about the fire, the hot fire that... um. My main man, Chris Venture, was thrown at the JV level. <laughs> yeah, I had t- uh, 10 of 11 saves that season. That's good, son. I was solid. Yeah, you solid, solid relief man. Come in there and mop up, you know what I'm saying? The Sandman. I had a nasty Why'd little you... circle change. There you go. What up, Jim? Why'd you blow the other one? <laughs> yeah, Why'd you blow the other one? Uh, Why weren't you perfect? And I'm pretty tennis? sure I just had a meltdown. I got shelled. I just got rocked. He got rocked by like, what's up, what's up girlfriend? <laughs> What's up? She's new. I like her too. Yes, you do. She is new, right? I think already. Yeah, every time I, you know, I got a good eye for new things. New recruits. So we got the 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 next and final beat the fantasy executive is coming up uh, next Monday night, August twenty seventh at nine p.m. East. Play WF. Play W. Yeah, play FFWC.com. I'm joining. This This is the online championship one. So this is the more hot, not the hot, the mid stake level right here. So um. Plan accordingly, you know what I'm saying? So you're going to hop over there right now. If you can get in, you can get in. If you can, I get it, you know what I'm saying? But we didn't really get a chance to go over the picks from the other night. And I sent you two gentlemen the draft board. Did you, I just got it, yeah. Did it come up for you? Yep. It's up there. Oh, I, I didn't even look. I'm going to Jim. Well, I asked you for it yesterday. I understand. I, I knew you was going to go there, Jim. I'm going to say, I asked you for it yesterday. <laughs> now you want to talk all of this trash. All right. So... <laughs> I'm, I'm out and about, running around, doing my little errands and stuff on Saturday. So the league is getting closer to getting filled, getting closer to getting filled. So I'm checking my email, checking my email, because I'm like, I need to get a draft slot outside of the top four. Because as you guys know, because you're my fantasy football family, every time I have a draft, I get a top four pick. So finally, the league fools, the email generates, I get an email, I got the second damn pick. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't have Ezekiel Elliott on every single fantasy football team I have. Yeah, because yeah. if he gets hurt, knock on wood, God forbid, then I'm screwed in like eight leagues. Yeah, and you're done. So yeah. now it's time to diversify. And I wanted to get a piece of a player that I want to have this year that I haven't owned. But I said, you know what? I got to get this running back because... In case Sun do pop and go crazy, I want to have him. He's not going to be there when I come back in the second round. So I'm going to have to pull him up the draft board and throw a, like, a chill or a shock into the draft room. So I did it. Ventra, who did I take with the second pick? Uh, wait a minute, Ventra. Don't do that. <laughs> that is correct, though. With the second pick in the Beat the Fantasy Executive Best Ball. Don't put that, get that thing away from me. And if beat the fantasy executive best ball, I took New York Giant running back Saquon Barkley. The beast. Jim, this is my first share of Barkley. I pulled them all the way up to 1-2, Jim. Listen, you know how I feel about Zeke, Lev Bell, Todd Gurley, the whole gang. I think Barkley's a baller. I think he can play. I think his team sucks. But with that being said, Jim, I... It's the third time. This is the third time. I wanted him. I had to get him, Jim. I believe in diversifying rosters, not getting stuck with the same team over and over. 
Are you a roster diversifier, Jim? Oh, you have to. When you, when you play multiple leagues, you have to diversify. Otherwise, one one bad player. If I mean, look, go back to last year. If you drafted last year and you really were in on David Johnson in all your leagues, you took a huge hit right away. Um, so by diversifying, you can you know minimize that risk. And that's all. You know, fantasy football, whether you like it or not, is about diversifying and minimizing risk. Uh, playing all across the board. That's why I just said in the chat room. I said, you know, there are days I'll take David Johnson over Barkley. There'll be days I'll take Barkley over David Johnson. You know, it it. Depends on the draft. Depends what I'm doing. And like you said, you were trying to stir up the pot with the people in the draft, trying to get them, you know, to play some head games with them. And I like that kind of thing. So I thought it was a good move. Yeah, it's like playing the stock market or something. You want to diversify your portfolio just in case. Just in case. You never know what happens. But I'm surprised you didn't take Bell because I don't think you really have Bell anywhere, do you? No, I don't, but I'll get Le'Veon Bell. I, got, I still got two auctions left. If I want to go crazy and get Le'Veon yeah. Bell, I can get Le'Veon Bell. But I'm kind of with Jim a little. Le'Veon and be, Bell... And besides... Le'Veon Bell scares well, me a little bit say, this Bell, year. <laughs> You're worried about him with Bell the holdout. Bell scares me, but also, but also with Bell, it doesn't really give you the head games you were trying to get by taking Bell. Oh, yeah, two, exactly, you know, exactly. Let me, Jim, now, now you got the draft board up, Jim, and I'll get to this Post Malone story in a little bit. You got the draft board up, Jim, I shook it up by taking Barkley at two. Then, it, then it's like, okay, Bell, Zeke, David Johnson, Alvin Kamara, Antonio Brown, the eighth pick of the draft venture? Devontae. <laughs> Devontae Adams. I'm telling you. And I guess what? I got no beef with Devontae Adams at 1-8. I think Devontae Adams is the wide receiver to own this year. Everybody's like, yo, who's execs Isaiah Crowell this year? It's Devontae Adams. No, that, that's not good. Huh? Because look what Crowell did. Well, no, what Crowell's going to, but this yeah, is but going to hit this year. That's who he's all in on. Yeah, yeah right. It didn't Thank work you. for him last year. It doesn't mean it won't work. Ah, Jim, for him this year. Jim, it, it uh, worked in a couple weeks at a time. It worked. If you played him the right weeks, it worked. <laughs> <laughs> but that's pulling off pretty hey, high. I'm with you on Crowell. I, I like Crowell more than most. You know, I, I, I think he's a better running back than he gets credit for. Uh, but, you know, I, I can't fault you with Devontae Adams. At all, because, I mean, you're looking at a guy with a full season of Rodgers could easily put up 12, 13 touchdowns. I, I'd like to see him get more targets. I'd like to see him get more receptions. But if you're getting 10, 12, 13 touchdowns out of your starting wide receiver, not a bad place to be. There you go right there. But the problem is that this wasn't you. This was another guy. And he took him before DeAndre Hopkins, Odell Beckham, Julio Jones. Yeah, like, no, no, this listen. Is, this is a real but he, reach. But the thing about it is, Devontae Adams, he's drafted from the eight hole, so that means in the second round he has the fifth pick. Devontae Adams is not really falling past 2-4 anymore. No. So he wouldn't have been in the second round. If that's your guy, go get your guy. He starts Devontae Adams, Keenan Allen. That was not bad. It's not bad. Now, his first running back was Royce Freeman. Then he went three wide receivers with Schuster, Good Goodwin, and then Robbie Anderson. I'm not a Robbie Anderson guy. His running back, two is Chris Carson. Royce Freeman, Chris Carson, with all those wide receivers, that's not bad. It's pretty bad. Oh, you don't like it? No. Explain why not. I mean, there's no reliability here whatsoever. No reliability Look, at the I, running back I, position. I like, I like Royce Freeman as much as the next guy, probably more than a lot of guys. But my concern isn't with Royce Freeman. My concern is more with Vance Joseph. Um, I just don't trust him as a coach. He seems to have some kind of ungodly love for Devontae Booker. And I think that scares me a little. I I like Freeman. I just couldn't take him as my number one. Yeah, like he's a number two. And Carson's 
borderline flex at this point, I think. Even but though you he's like starting. Ronald Jones. Yeah, but uh, it's about the talent. I'm talking about you the talent. talent? <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the thing. When you think picking Chris hey, wait, Carson, wait. Carson, Carson's running pretty strong. Did you watch the game? I, I he's absolutely did. Strong. And he's I breaking tackles. I understand he's getting that. Inside, he's getting outside. I understand that. Here's the thing. In DFS, Chris Carson, plug him in your lineup week one all day. By week four, the kid's not the starter anymore. Rashad Penny probably is. You have to think down the line, Carson's going to be a guy you're going to probably end up putting on your bench at one point in the season, and especially when it counts when the playoffs come. So he'll help you early on, sure, but he's not worth it. And Freeman's a two because he's not reliable. So I don't know why this guy went juju. Goodwin and Robbie Anderson rounds like, four, I, five, six. He should have went or a running back in one of those rounds. So there's no reason to go three wide receivers. So when I come back on the turn, I'm thinking I'm gonna start my draft with Saquon Barkley and Jordan Howard. Little did I know this is a beat the fantasy executive league. So that means these are some sharp cats. So Jordan Howard goes in front of me, as does Jerick McKinnon. <laughs> so at two ten, Jim, Stephon Diggs and the PPR give me some. Diggs is the Diggs is the wide receiver to own in Minnesota. Wow. I, I can't fault you for that. I think Diggs is an excellent receiver. And, you know, I know people really love Thielen and stuff. But I, I think overall, I think Diggs is a much better receiver than Thielen. Uh, Thielen will get his work by accumulating it. But Diggs can do a lot more damage with what he does. Come back in the third round for my running back two. I take Devontae Freeman. So I take Alex Collins in round four. Golden Tate in round five. Jameson Crowder in round six. I don't have big, go-get-it, top-notch wide receivers, but I got a lot of catches that's going to flirt with 80 to 90 catches. Diggs give you 80 to 90 catches. Tate give you 80 to 90 catches. Crowder hasn't done that yet, but a healthy Crowder is a player I like a lot. Round seven, I jump on Tevin Coleman. Devontae yeah, Freeman, Tevin Coleman. Yeah, they're close together, but you know what? I was able to pull it off and do it. Robert Woods on the team also. Matt Ryan, Pat Mahomes, my man. Your Javon. running backs your running backs are great. Great. I'm dope. Your running backs are great. Your receivers are all right, but I, I'm sorry. I, I have to disagree with you guys. Stefan Diggs, man. He had 65 catches lately. I know he got How many hurt. games he played in? He didn't play a full season. Right. He played like 11 or uh, whatever it was. I don't know how many games it was exactly, but... I don't understand how people can think that Diggs is the better receiver than Thielen. Because just he has the better skill set than Thielen. Thielen oh. is dope. I get what you're saying. But if Diggs pops and Diggs hits, he can be like Antonio Brown. I Thielen is not so. that good. But, but Diggs he's not like he's great, oh, yeah. but he's not Antonio Brown good. Diggs hasn't even come close to proving what Antonio Brown can do, first of all. Second of all, Adam Thielen, bigger you're receiver, right. he stronger hasn't receiver. Proved it yet. Also a slot receiver. Caught 90 balls last year. Had almost 1,300 yards. He was great. His only fault was four touchdowns. That could easily be 10 touchdowns this year. He's a big wide receiver. Jim, get him. Get me, Jim. Yeah, I, I, I like it. I like, I like both of these guys. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I don't want people thinking I don't like them. I like them both. Good. But Diggs, as an overall receiver, is much better. His route tree is more full. He can run all the different routes. He has much better body control. He has much better ability to go up and fight for a ball that needs to be contested. Um, you know, overall, he is just a better receiver. In my mind, I think he's one of the better receivers in the league. The numbers haven't lived up to that yet because of some injuries and nagging. Sometimes there was some quarterback play that didn't quite live up to it. You know what? We're going to find out this year. Cousins going to throw the ball around. I yeah. think we see some big numbers out of Diggs if he can stay on the field. Hey, yeah. hey, hey, young angle. Let me get some updated phones, please. Or oh, what do I do? I have still have Mario in Arizona. 
Mario's in Arizona. Mario, what up? Hey, guys. How you doing? What's good with you, Mario? Hey, I just wanted to give you, um, I wanted to ask you my opinion. Uh, as your, I mean, your opinion on my, I had a draft yesterday. I picked uh, 12th, uh, 14 team. Right. And I was trying to get as many uh, running backs as I could. I ended up with Cook and Collins. And from there, I got Freeman. And I, would, was, I just want to know what your opinion was on those guys. I, I love all three of them. I, I love Dalvin Cook. think he's a beast. Uh, Devontae Freeman went to the same high school as Dalvin Cook. How about that? Um, yeah. And the same college. Look at that. Yeah. Um, he, and, he might be talking about Royce Freeman, though, because he said oh, Collins first. Oh, that's true, too. Yeah. Which, which Freeman are you talking about? Royce Freeman. Oh, they they did, not, did not go to the same high school <laughs> as Dalvin Cook. <laughs> Different guy. I thought you were about Devontae. My bad. Uh, so far, I like what you got at running backs in the 14-team league. Uh, who, what running backs you got on your bench? Uh, well, I just got Burkhead. So, uh, because I got a whole bunch of receivers, I saw, I got Julio Jones, I got Marvin Jones, I got on my bench, I got Landry, I got Watkins, Love it. Stills. Oh, yeah, yeah you, that's yeah, good. You got good. Well, who's your quarterback, son? I got Luck. Luck. I like it in the 14-team league. Burkhead being the only running back on your bench scares me, though, because Burkhead is going to be hurt. I can guarantee you that. So, you're going to have to hit the waiver wire. You're going to have to keep an eye out on the waiver wire throughout the course of the season for that next man up at the running back position. And in the 14 team, I don't know who's on your waiver wire. I mean, it's too early to start looking at that. But uh, I, I like it for a 14 team yeah. league. And then your wide receivers are strong. And this is a position. It looks like you can trade from your wide receivers to strengthen your running back as you go through the year. So I'm, 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 I'm yeah, good with it, Mario. To start, those three, those three running backs are very exactly. solid. Yeah. I worry about the one running back on the bench being Burkhead, though, Jim. Yeah, that is definitely the problem. The depth is not there. You want to see somebody else there. You know, Burkhardt will have some good games to start the season. I'm not sure he holds up. I'm with you on that one, Corey. So, you, right, he's got plenty of wide receiver depth. If he needs to, he can move one of them to maybe get a backup running back that'll help him out going forward. But Cook and Collins should be a good one-two start, especially in a 14-team league. Hey, look, I love Cook. I, I've been grabbing Cook That's at eighth pick in the first round. Um, in drafts lately, so you, you, I won't say anything negative about him. He's got a brother, a younger brother, that's going to be a freshman for Georgia, for Georgia Bulldogs this year. Dalvin Cook? Yeah, Dalvin Cook's younger brother, will be, mm-hmm. I think his name is James Cook, will be a freshman at the University of Georgia this year. They say him? son is tearing it up in our Georgia Bulldog camp right now. Uh, let's go to my man Justin in Texas. Justin, how about them Cowboys? Nah, man, I don't like them. All right, well, sorry to hear that, Justin. Holla at you later. Nah, what's up? What's up, Justin? He's a Houston Texan fan. Um, no, actually, I like Seahawks, but... Uh... Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> the king. Um, yeah, there you go. Uh, first of all, you just, I think, you just I totally think, uh, deflated the Corey. Not better with... <laughs> I think the show is what? All right, well, Corey, I love Zeke, so... There you go. I said I think the show's a lot better with Jim Day. But, well, uh, um, hey, thank you. Appreciate it. I had a redraft. Uh, well, I had a draft over the weekend. I want to uh, go through it with y'all. Right quick. We got a couple minutes left, so run and run and pass us because I want to get to my man Joe before. Uh, we, if we don't, hey, if we don't get to you today, Joe, holler at me tomorrow. I think that's my man Brick City Joe uh, on the line also. But, oh, yeah, we only got two minutes. So hit, hit me with it right quick, um, uh, Texas. Uh. 12 team half PPR. All right. Uh, two running back, three receiver, one flex, one tight end. All right. We got uh, Fournette, 
Okay. Uh, McCoy Ingram. All right. And then uh, Keenan Allen, All right. Emmanuel Sanders, Jarvis Landry. Love it. Devin okay. Punches and Kevin Benjamin. Punches and Benjamin. Okay, so wide receivers are set. Punches with, Benjamin, who's your tight end? With Rudolph. With Love the Rudolph, Rudolph pick right there. Who's and, the quarterback? And Stafford. Matthew Stafford. I think you killed it right there. Don't really see no real early season weakness for you to worry about. I like the Ingram on the bench. I think that's a good look for you. And then you got some good depth at your wide receivers with Funches and Benjamins. I don't got no beef with it. Who's the flex? The flex. Uh, he could, a lot of cats he could have put at the flex. S- Sanders. Yeah, I could put Ingram at the flex. I could put well, not uh, now. Manuel Sanders, Funches, Landry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's got plenty. Landry would be in my starting lineup every Yeah, no Landry in has to go in your yeah. starting lineup. I'm warming up to Landry right now. Um, Thanks a lot, Justin. Brick City Joe, holla at me tomorrow. Um, so uh, shout out to my man, shout out to everybody. I want to thank the young homie. Uh, what was that boy name? Shane. Shane. Sean. Sean Shane. I don't. I don't know what this, <laughs> this fellow name was. Um, did a good that job. little cutie. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to the homie Sean for taking uh to taking us today. Goon Squad, what's up? Good hollering at you, everybody on the fourth floor. Love you. Thank you very much for putting up with me. For my man, Fantasy Taz Jim Day. For the closer, Chris Venture. Corey Parson, the Fantasy Executive Goon Squad. We out. Be back tomorrow.